I have been finding myself in some weird territory as I am the creator of the rules in which I live my life it has me thinking differently and it actually allows me really to think how it is that I think and be okay with that because for a long time I didn't feel okay with thinking what I think. I didn't feel okay with feeling how I feel. I would often think, oh, I'm not supposed to think that. Or, oh man, I'm not supposed to feel this way. And I would deny my thoughts. I would deny my feelings. And I would try to fit myself into a mold in which I thought was most acceptable from other people. And to think and behave differently is to potentially lose relationships the brain makes up all kinds of stories as to why you why it's potentially dangerous for you to say or feel what it is that you feel and a lot of it's learned you know i have a really good friend who is a fantastic mother oh my goodness it is beautiful watching her be a parent her daughter's two years old and she speaks to her daughter as she's speaking to me and her daughter is incredibly intelligent very bright i would not be surprised if in five years the like her daughter gets diagnosed with like, I won't say diagnosed. Like she gets tested for like genius level IQ. This baby is very impressive. And the way that my friend is parenting her child is she allows her child to really think for herself and to find things out and it's a collaboration and it's not necessarily like I'm you know you're not supposed to be like this or be or this kind of behavior is is bad or wrong and it's more so of a back and forth of communication and respect and it is very beautiful to see because she really wants her daughter to feel that she can be herself in the world and that her opinion matters and at the same time my friend also puts up healthy boundaries for when appropriate but at the same time she mentioned to me that it can get you know hairy it can get you know it can be difficult she's not perfect all the time so I don't want to necessarily paint this picture in terms of everything is all rosy because my observation is parenting can be very challenging and very difficult. So she does her best. You know, she's a human being. And uh, just like all of our parents, right? My parents messed up. Your parents probably messed up. And we, we learn from our parents, we learn a tremendous amount from our parents. So anyway, 
we have these, you know, just thoughts and feelings that we tend to deny. And I'm not going to lie. Like, it is kind of scary making the decision to live my life how I want to live my life. Because it really requires me to lead. Not other people. It really requires me to lead myself in terms of there are ways that I want to show up in the world and that feel good for me and that I feel helps me grow and I find myself doing things that are that feel like I'm not supposed to do these things. They feel unorthodox. They feel away from the norm. And it's fascinating to be aware of that because it's just so ingrained into my brain. I remember one time I microdosed uh, before I began my travel. And I remember I'm at this park with my friends and I'm lying down on a blanket and some grass and I'm, my back is on the ground and I'm looking up into the sky, but there's a tree, right? I'm looking through the tree branches. You can see the blue kind of peeking through in different little pockets from in the, in the tree. And I close my eyes and I am just thinking about there are a set of rules that I would live by that I didn't even know how they got there in my head. I don't know. I couldn't identify a single source in terms of where the information came from, but I realized that I was, I agreed to some rules that someone made up and I unconsciously had agreed to live by these rules and I really questioned I'm like wait a second where did those even come from these are bullshit I don't have to agree to this I am living based on other based on limitations that other people have placed upon themselves and they express outwardly and the thing is as human beings we are so much more influenced than we might lead ourselves to believe we we are very easily influenced very easily influenced one person can plant an idea in your head from one little conversation that you have and you'll you'll subconsciously it depends on the thing they say but you might see it you might not even see it under the surface uh, you know what i was in the backyard the other day and i was doing some meditation and i was thinking about how I was feeling embarrassed and I'm like, oh man, like I've been feeling so embarrassed because I was just feeling embarrassed in terms of my behavior. And when I say my behavior, I mean, I just was acting fully authentic, really 
truly sharing my excitement and enthusiasm and expressing myself as I do. And I was feeling embarrassed, like, oh, man, like, was that too much? But then I was like, bro, like, where does that come from? I'm like, bro, I feel embarrassed because when I would hang out with my younger sister, she would often get embarrassed by certain things. But that is just her. But I interpret it as it's an it is embarrassing conduct to be who it is that I am and say and like be as open as I am or like make a joke that is a little bit on the edge uh, to someone who's a stranger. These different things, and I'm like, oh man, like here I am feeling embarrassed, and I I wasn't even aware that I was feeling embarrassed because of her. I I didn't even, I wasn't. It wasn't apparent to me that she played a role in influencing that. And there's so many patterns that were running, just thought patterns, constantly, every day. Patterns that we think we know, but have no idea is actually playing in the background. And I have been finding myself uncovering a lot of these patterns, these thought loops and these, you know, feeling loops as well. And being able to observe it and allow it, I'm not the best at this in terms of allowing myself to process, unprocess emotions, typically something that comes up that's hasn't been really fully processed from my past, my first instinct is to run away from it. And I often do. And it, it's tough. It's not easy to to heal. And it's I'm in a I'm such I'm in such a different time of my life creating my own values. It's it's crazy because it's really it takes courage to be like I am deciding not to live how everybody else wants me to live I'm going to block out what anybody thinks and I'm going to live how I want to actually live and I'm going to show up how I want to show up. And it's it's scary. But at the same time, fuck. You feel so alive. You just feel so good. Especially because there's fears around being yourself. Because at one point in your life, you didn't feel safe being yourself. And sharing yourself because maybe a parent made you feel horrible for, for doing that. And they said, no, you shouldn't think like that. You shouldn't be like that. And they they shame you. Or somebody else, you know, tells you you shouldn't think and, and be a certain way. So it can be scary when you express yourself fully to somebody else. Especially when you carried shame in your life in terms of, oh, I'm not supposed to share these kind of things. 
this is what makes me unlovable. This is this. I won't get approval if I behave this certain way. And when you behave in a way that really feels good for you and say, fuck it, I'm really just going to do me. And if this person likes me or not, whatever, do. But I, I really just got to be me first and foremost. Like this person's opinion of me is not worth me putting myself in a prison in my own mind. This person is not worth me being a martyr to myself. So it's very liberating when you are yourself and you share parts of yourself that you felt that you weren't allowed to share before and you actually get extremely positive responses. It is mind-blowing. And it feels so enriching to see whoa, wait a second, I got people who love me for me being me. And for a long time, I believed that there was something wrong with me. I thought that there was something that I I had to fix. And I just never felt safe enough to be me. And... I really got to thank my former business partner because she was there for me. She made me feel safe. And she helped me deal with things that I felt ashamed about and parts of myself that I felt made me unlovable, parts of myself that I Felt like if people found this out, their view would change of me and they would want to distance themselves from me. And she really was there for me when I needed her emotionally. And... I had to be around people that made me feel safe in order for me to start sharing the things that I felt. And I was able to unpack things that I felt shameful about with a a group of people who had the best intentions for me and genuinely care for me and... It's all my man. I'm just so unbelievably grateful. I'm so unbelievably grateful to have the support system that I have because I feel that it really helped me become me a lot more. You know, when I had made the decision to travel like two weeks before a week or two before I got on the airplane 
my mom and older sister, you know, called me into the like, you know, to the backyard of the house I'm staying at right now. And my brother-in-law's there, my younger sister's there, and you know, they're asking me like, "What are you gonna do?" I said, "I don't know. I, I'm gonna figure it out. All I know is I just gotta be in close proximity with her, not with with my former business partner, but not just that. I feel like I don't really know who it is that I am, and I feel that things are too easy for me over here. I feel like I gotta." put myself in a position where everything is unknown so I can really find out who it is that I am. And that was a huge question that I asked myself through the course of the travel, which was like, who am I? Like, who am I? I just, I could not figure it out. I was learning, but I was like, oh man, this still more. And I have a really clear sense in terms of who it is that I am today. And when somebody, or it it actually hasn't happened, but if somebody ever does ask me like who it is that I am, it's like, well, I, my answer is I'm more than I can possibly imagine. I'm way more than what I imagine myself to be. I can't comprehend how great I am. Because there's more. I don't know how much more. But I know that there's a lot more than I think there is. So I love that. You know, I'm, I'm way more than I think I am. Than I, than I can comprehend. So it's been a journey. It has also been just so unbelievably rewarding. So unbelievably rewarding. I mean, what I what I wanted this whole time was just to feel confident in myself. I really wanted to feel confident with myself. And I've I've become the person I wanted to be. And you can't, I mean, fuck, bro. I don't think you can, you, I don't think you can fucking buy this shit. You can't fucking buy a fucking transformation like that. You can buy something that helps assist and like, you know, and helping when it comes to transformation. But in terms of who it is that I've become, It took, I started working on myself when I was 19 years old. I'm 27. It took me eight years, really just like eight years of work and confusion and skill building and impatience. Oh, man. To be able to help mold me to become who it is that I am. It makes me also feel proud that not just anybody will ever actually go through a deep inner transformation like I have 
that really required a tremendous amount of work and diligence. This isn't, as I mentioned, this isn't something you can just buy like, oh, a weekend trip or fucking a, a, a one month of just immersion. Bro, it took years and everything stacked on top of each other to really help put me where it is that I am today. So I'm very grateful. I'm just, I'm, I'm very grateful. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it's just, it is weird to create your own rules. It's, it, it's really weird because I feel like I am, I don't, I wouldn't say, I, I don't, I feel like, I wouldn't say that it feels like I'm not supposed to, it feels more so like, it's almost like, I'm trying to think in terms of if I was a child and let's say I wanted a slice of cake and I asked my mom for some cake and it's before dinner, right? She's making dinner and she says, oh yeah, go ahead, have a slice of cake. And that feeling of being like, wait, wait, really? That feeling of, wait, for real? Like I can, I can go get some cake right now. Oh, wow. Like, wow. That feeling of what? Okay. It's that feeling for me. And when it comes to creating my own rules, like, wait a second, like I, I can do this. Like, whoa, like nobody's stopping me from, from doing this. I, I can actually make this happen. And whoa, like it feels like, this feels like a secret almost. Yeah, it almost feels like a secret because I've, I've never been told this. They don't talk about this in school. They didn't talk about it in um, like like on social media, you know? And I feel like I found something like, wait a second, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is profound. It's actually profound. It feels like I made a discovery. Because I'm not shackled by the opinions of a million experts. I control what comes into my head. For the most part, I live with my sister and my two-year-old nephew. So, you know, I I hear the word Spider-Man, you know, 20 times a day. So it's not like I'm just fucking blasting Tim Ferriss's podcast (laughs) in my fucking ears all day. Um, So, yeah. And, and, you know, there's other stuff. There's little tiny, like... It, like interferences or that come in but it for the most part like the biggest damager i feel was my phone was social media 
And I feel like the big boss has been defeated. Like, bro. And I'm and the way I'm looking at structuring my business around not having to use social media. Because I, I do believe that you can win without social media. I think there's a way to do it. And I'm doing it in a way that's also congruent for me. So it's awesome to be, it feels good to, as uh, like back on the topic of like creating your own rules, like I feel like, okay, well with business, it's there's also like a creative aspect to business in terms of how you structure your business and having it be cohesive. And it's it's interesting. It's like, okay, well, yeah, how would I build this without a social media presence? And there is a way for me to do that. And it's basically write a book that solves a specific problem. Take that specific problem. Talk on stages. Use the stage to give away my free book. So I grow my list. And I'm growing my list. I grow my list. I grow my list. I grow my list. Because what do we want to do with social media, right? We eventually want to get people off of social media into some kind of list. If you're really playing it smart. Which... I didn't do for a long time. Well, I kind of did, but I didn't take it seriously because I didn't see how valuable a list is. And you can even say like social media to an extent is a list as well. But it it is certainly different. And uh, yeah, selling to people on my email list and making money from stages, making money from uh, the products that I offer to my list. I would say that's probably the biggest lesson I learned. I almost say it wasn't the biggest lesson. It was one of the biggest business lessons I learned when traveling, which is a big reason why my business partner and I struggled because we didn't really have a, a list. We had a small list, but our that list had been exhausted with offers and we needed new people in and we struggled to really bring new people in so it was difficult to have people to sell to and um i i really take it seriously because i i've heard from many entrepreneurs like the list is so unbelievably important so so yeah it's cool. I'm finding cohesion for, in my life in terms of well, what makes sense for me? What what lights me up? What am I excited about? What did I? What do I feel good about? What? How can I structure this in a way that matches up with what feels good for me? Right. And for me, I'm I'm motivated by fun, and it's like how can I set it up to where it's fun for me? It's enjoyable, and there's so many other like intangible benefits to it that I that also really light me up because. The path isn't easy. It's not an easy path. There's so much learning that comes with this path. And there's going to be so many challenges. And you got to have something worth suffering for. 
because you can suffer in your nine to five job um, or you can suffer fucking trying to live your fucking dreams out. And the destination is the same. You're going to die someday. Whether you live your life, the life you want to live or not, you are going to die. With knowing, just coming to peace that you're going to be dead someday, you might as well go for what you want than not. Right? That's the way I look at it. So, it, it's it's kind of strange because I'm starting to kind of become a, some kind of guru figure to people around me and I am just like man this is crazy man like I feel like I'm just like a normal guy who just had drive you know what I feel like I'm just a guy who went and did what he wanted that's really all I've done is I just was like I want this and yeah I'm gonna go for that because I want that like I wanted to play on the basketball team in high school. And I used to play basketball in middle school all day, all the time. Just recess, after school, didn't matter. Lunch, I was always playing basketball. And there were people who were better than me uh, play, uh, playing basketball, who I played with in middle school. And uh, in high school, out of everybody that I would play with in middle school, I was the only person who played on the basketball team for the four years. Like, that I was in high school. I ended up quitting halfway into one of those years. But nonetheless, between 8th grade and ninth grade, I used to wake up early in the morning, like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., something like that. I'll get my basketball, and I would run to the park dribbling or even like kind of skipping a little bit, warming up with my ball, going to the park. And I remember just being out there, and you know, you feel that morning sun, and I'm the only person out there. And I'm putting in work. I I have just strong memory of putting in the work. And with that dedication, I made the basketball team. And as a matter of fact, I got something for you right here. I remember for like even on my on the freshman basketball team that I played on, I was not the best player. I came off the bench. I, I started at first, but then I came off the bench. And it's not like I was a superstar. I mean, I would score like two points a game maybe, maybe four points a game. Like it was a good game if I had six points. That was a good game. And I remember freshman year going into sophomore year I something just clicked in me I was like I want to really play on like I'm really I'm really taking this seriously and I took the practices very seriously and I'll never forget I wasn't the most talented but the varsity coach asked me one day I never forget I was playing I was I was trying I was trying out for football and stuff I was like man fuck football bro I'm not trying to play football and I was I was like, oh, I don't know if I should continue on with this. And I'll never forget, man. One day after basketball practice, the varsity coach, he's like, hey, Greg, do you want to play varsity this summer with us? 
yo, I couldn't believe it. Part of me wasn't surprised because I felt like I was putting in the work at the time. And at the, I, I was like, wow, wow. The fact that he had asked me that question. And to this day, that was one of the best summers of my life. Traveling with that team, those guys were so fun. They were, it was just such a great time. That was one of the best summers, if not the best summer of my life. So I was just always a guy who who went for what it is that I want. And it's it's crazy because I, I speak to some people and... I I get confused and I get a little frustrated when they get in their own way and I've been taking on my responsibility as if it I can turn it around and it's tough sometimes to like let go and be like yo you you really can't be the person that can help this person out no matter how hard you push it's actually not really gonna make that big of a difference because they got their own blockages that are holding them back and it's really up to them (sighs) which is uh it's tough man it's tough because i really want to be able to help and i just i i I'm not able to do that with everybody. But there are some people who really hold on to what I say and take it seriously and really respect me. And it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting because before I feel that I was reaching out for respect in term I oh I always looked at other people when I would imagine the goals that I accomplish I wouldn't necessarily care as much about accomplishing the goals as much as I did what would the what would people think of me from accomplishing those goals how would I look in their eyes and I was always searching for validation through their reactions and now i care a lot more than respecting myself first and foremost and i see what it was that i was chasing that whole time because it was actually always there because what i'm receiving what i can see is i'm receiving love but it was always there. But I didn't give it to myself. And I didn't really know what it looked like. So I wasn't able to recognize it. Because I didn't give it to myself. So yeah. And I also want to mention that I'm a human being. And I mentioned in this podcast. There are different thought patterns that I catch. And one of the thought patterns I catch myself being in is we going back to that people pleaser my like kind of mind 
that I, I was in and I do my best to be aware of it and be okay with it and just nurture myself through that where I, I say, you know what, man, it's all good, bro. Like, this is a pattern you've been running your whole life. Of course, it's going to come back up. And I'm really proud to say that I am more I am more not a people pleaser than I am a people pleaser. That makes sense. So the scales are tipped into me really stepping more into my own self-expression and feeling good with myself and standing for up for myself and what it is that I value and the values that I create for myself, the rules I create for myself. That is the most dominant over, oh my God, what will this person think of me? Which is truly a blessing because I did not know how to get out of that. I did not know how to break that. It was so frustrating because I wouldn't want to be a people pleaser. And because of that, I would go into the opposite direction where I go from people pleaser to fuck everybody. I want you to fucking dislike me. And going super aggressive into polarization and aggression. And you can see that in my um, Instagram posts from when I first started posting videos. Just really hardcore aggression. And the thing is. I was just trying to figure it out. And I am proud of myself that I have made the decision to make a change for myself in the opposite direction where I, I saw this life doing just trying to please everybody isn't working for me. I'm going the other direction. And one thing I learned from one of my mentors when I was in Austin last year is he said that you got to be careful with being too much on the left or right of anything, whether that be politics or even when it comes to food or whatever it is. He said, the truth is, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, right? So you have... Stoicism, hedonism, it's like, well, yeah, stoicism is powerful, but also hedonism is can be great as well. The answer is really somewhere in the middle. That's how I feel. Some people are uh, still hardcore stoics, which I still got respect for people like that. And some people are hardcore hedonists. And I met some fucking uh, dope-ass hedonists in my life, man. Uh, <laughs> some really open-minded people <laughs> I'll tell you that yeah learned a lot so yeah um, it's not being polarizing for the sake of just being polarizing 
you are polarizing based and everybody's polarizing whether you're trying to be in the middle um in terms of um being politically correct you know that's very polarizing <laughs> trying to be politically correct and being politically incorrect is just as polarizing everything is polarizing some people are going to love it some people are going to hate it everything is polarizing and you don't want to do it just for the sake of it right you just want to do it because it's natural because you are a person who actually stands by something and you had made the decision to live your life a certain way and you're willing to put boundaries on how people communicate with you you're willing to put boundaries in terms of how much time people get with you and you're willing to stand up for something most of all you're willing to stand up for yourself and i as a you know recovering people pleaser i know that it's just sometimes standing up for yourself can just feel damn near impossible you know it it and it, it's so demoralizing because you want to stand up for yourself but at the same time like you want to be liked by this person but you don't feel good in your body with having them kind of walk over you and it's yeah it's confusing because like I, I don't, I don't want to like really upset them or, or make them mad or anything like that. And yeah. And you just, you just take it, you know, and it, it's frustrating because you, you don't want to live like that. You know, you, you know, you want to be able to stand up for yourself and voice what it is that you think and what it is that you feel and it can seriously feel like an impossible task i i know what it's like so that's that's why i'm just so damn grateful to be where it is that i am today i i had to show myself that those people's opinions don't matter because I did do the biggest thing I set myself to do and I did get validation and I did get admiration but it did not change how I felt inside and that's when I realized that there's no amount of validation that anybody can give me that'll make me feel good about myself I'm, ch I'm chasing after the wrong thing that's what I realized. And we all come to uh, that realization in different ways. And some some people actually never, I would actually argue most people never come to that realization. Man, I remember, I'll, I'll end it with this. I remember I had made this video on Instagram 
where I was talking about somebody. I was I was in my Toastmasters club, and I realized that just because I get older doesn't necessarily mean that things just take care of themselves in terms of, oh, okay, well, let's, for example, a thought would be I'm 21 and it's like, oh, I want to be confident, but I am afraid to go for what it is that will help give me confidence because it's, it's scary. But you know what? I think over time as I get older, I think I'll get more confident. And I realized that it was crazy to see somebody who was old and gray who actually did not like solve things that I thought I would have solved by the time I'm their age. I realized, wait a second. It just doesn't it's not just going to come to me. I I got to I got to figure this out. I got to put the work in and I know I know our culture wants things that are quick and that are easy and that are simple and th- that are bite-sized. I I know this culture is so obsessed with this con- consumption 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 and and thinking that there is some kind of magic pill man you you got to put the work in you got to put the work in and I know there's also a school of thought of people who say, who who have like kind of negative feelings towards putting the work in, which I get because a lot of these people were former hustlers in terms of these people used to work their fucking ass off. And what happened was they fucking burnt out and and or lost their health because of the stress they put themselves through and say you know what no like i don't want to just fucking hustle all the time like it's not it's not fucking worth it like i want i don't want to live with fucking guilt in my head as i'm working or feeling frustrated all that kind of stuff like you want your work to come from inspiration not desperation and just as i mentioned earlier like the truth is somewhere in the middle. It's like you got to find something that does give you that inspiration. And at the same time, you got to put in the work. And I understand where they're coming from because they're at school of thought is a lot about alignment, making sure that you're in alignment because when you're in alignment, it doesn't feel like work. I wouldn't fully agree with that to an extent. I can I can agree with that. But I do believe that with everything, especially something that's worth it, is going to come 
with challenges that is you're a human being you're going to experience a wide range of emotions you're going to experience frustration you're going to experience some doubts and uncertainties and all that kind of stuff so you may not be at that point where you even know what is like inspiring for you and you can you know bro when i was 23 i was fucking working in the gym doing gym sales but it was exactly where i knew i was supposed to be because i knew that this was a stepping stone to help get me to where it is that i've just felt called to go and i didn't know where it was going to lead i didn't know that working my ass off at la fitness was going to eventually lead me to meeting my former business partner so you gotta have space in your life to be able to let go to let life unfold in beautiful ways for you in ways that you didn't anticipate so yep that is it that is it there's a lot that was talked about here. I'm sure you got some value somewhere if you made it this far. I appreciate you for listening. Do me a favor. If you genuinely got some value from this, if you know somebody who can really actually benefit from listening to this, can you please share this with them? Because if you get value from it, they may get value as well. And... I really do want to make a positive impact. And the best way for me to do that is instead of me talking about the podcast in terms of like, I'll, I'll promote it. But really, this podcast is going to make a, the biggest growth from you sharing it with other people, even if it's one person. I would really appreciate that, especially if you're a long term, a long time listener. And you found a tremendous amount of value from my podcast. You like listening to my podcast. Even if you don't have a friend to share it with, can you post it on social media? Can you say, I got a lot of value from from this episode or something along those lines? I would really appreciate that. I'm really doing my best to make a difference here. So that is it. Talk soon. Peace.